Welcome to Table Talk with the Women of Power 5, a podcast created to celebrate the strength and power of seasoned women as they navigate through the challenges of their everyday life. Join us as we sit around the table with our coffee and English muffins and share our insights and wisdom gained from personal experiences, life lessons, and sometimes a good old-fashioned knock upside the head on a mixed bag of topics related to self-love, empowerment, and living with purpose on purpose. My name is Miss D, and joining me at the table are my sister queens, Lisa Renee and Darlene West. We have room at the table for you, so pull up a chair and join us. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Table Talk with the Women of Power 5. We are so happy you have joined us this morning. My name is Deidre Gilliam, and I will be your moderator for the week. Who else do we have at the table this morning? Darlene West, Dayton, Ohio. Great morning. This is Lisa Renee out of the great state of Georgia. Good morning, Ms. Darlene, and good morning, Lisa Renee. Thank you so much for joining us at the table this morning. I know we are going to have some good conversation. And so, Ms. Lisa, can you get us started on this Walking in Wisdom Wednesday with an opening blessing? Sure. Uh, opening blessing is uh, a prayer affirmation entitled The Purpose for My Life. The purpose for my life is to live a life of color, full and unapologetic, reinventing myself daily, attracting success by changing my reality through my words, and faith in the Most High God of his love for me and his forever presence in my life, knowing it is not just what I say I can do, but what I believe I can do and should do. Uh, is my purpose. I am counting on me, so are those that have crossed my path and those that are waiting for me to cross theirs. Knowing that seasons change and some people are in my life for a season and not a lifetime. Trusting that sometimes the noise is just movement. It is the whispers I need to give more attention to surrounding myself around those I want to reflect. My process is a step-by-step, move-by-move, and a seed-by-seed planted and watered, not despising small beginnings because success in everything is found in the smallest details. The smallest seeds bring about the largest harvest through diligence and consistency. I may trip but not fall. Don't quit but say no. Not now or not ever is my choice of saying yes to me keeping my glass full, fulfilling the vision and the purpose the Most High has for my life, for every step is ordered by the Lord, and I shall take the purpose for my life one step at a time. Ashe and amen. 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 What a great affirmation statement, filled with purpose, filled with promise, um, and filled with authenticity. Thank you so much for that, Ms. Lisa. And so much of what you said ties into what our platform for this week has been, which is on this Walking in Wisdom Wednesday, Relationship 911, has the ship sailed on my relationships? 
And as you ladies know, that's what we've been talking about. We have been talking about what it means to be in relationship with others, um, what we want from those relationships. And, Lisa, in your affirmation, uh, I love that it says, saying yes to me and, and giving ourselves permission to say yes to ourselves. And, and oftentimes that means taking a look, or I believe you used the word evaluating, our relationships to see if they, uh, what they are giving us, how do they add to our life, and then not being afraid to release those relationships that do not allow us to, to, to walk in the direction uh, for which we have in our life. And, and, and as we know, and, and it's said often, but it is so true, uh, sometimes people are just in our lives for a season. So, ladies, that's where I want to uh, let's let's pick up our discussion uh, from yesterday. So, we've talked about what we want from relationships and the type of relationships that that we have, and 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 yesterday we ended with how do we know when a relationship is not working for us? You know, how do we how do we uh, exit that relationship and and Ms. Darlene shared her, her strategy uh, with us. It's kind of like a soft uh, disconnect. And, you know, she just knows that that person is, is, is not who she wants to be in relationship with. And so she's able to walk away from that relationship. And, and uh, our sister Lisa shared the same, same thing. Sometimes it, it, it's not maybe as soft as she wants it to be, but I think we all agree that we know when those relationships are not working. And then I, I uh, from my perspective, I was talking about, we started talking about blood relationships and, and how sometimes those relationships are often the most hard to walk away from. So, ladies, um, let's go ahead and pick up. And uh, I want to kick off uh, a roundtable with, um, with, with, um, with this question. If you make a decision that you want to remain in a relationship with a person where perhaps that relationship wasn't as fulfilling uh, as you wanted it, or maybe there are times when it's off uh, balance, uh, when you make the decision to remain in a relationship with this individual, what are some of the strategies that you use um, to help you move forward in that relationship? Ms. Darlene, how would you handle that? Well, to move forward in a relationship, first of all, I have to stop and analyze why I want to continue in this relationship, especially if I had prior to saying that it wasn't a positive relationship or a good relationship that I felt that I needed. Now, I can look at that twofold. I work as a ministry leader, and sometimes I look at people's behavior, and I'm going like, I really don't want to deal with them. But God says they're in your life for a reason, and I need for you to reach out to them. I need for you to be that friend. I need for you to be honest, regardless if they're dishonest or not. So in that perspective, I've learned how to deal with people even when I know they're not really for me, but God places them in my life so I will learn how to deal with difficult people even when I don't want to. 
I've learned how to pray for people and just be that person. Because a lot of times, even though you, I might feel I don't need to deal with them, they might feel they need to deal with me. It's something about I have that they need, and they don't even know how to ask for it or really seek it. So they just kind of hang around so they can just be near it. So with that, I've just learned how to deal with all types of people, regardless if I wanted to or not. And um, with that, I have grown because it shows God showing me only just like you don't want to, these are the people I deal with, and I know they don't like me, and they do all kinds of things against me, but I'm still there. Mm. It makes you stronger. Mm-hmm. Wow. So much wisdom in what you said, Miss Darlene. Oh, my goodness. Especially, um, you know, learning how to deal with difficult people, certainly as your toolkit, right, because, you know, we always like to have those encounters that are warm and fuzzy, and sometimes they're not warm and fuzzy, but the growth that you get uh, from from being in those encounters where you have to, to flex some of the skills that you have, but I especially love we have something they need. That is just like, wow, like, okay, so... Um, you know, I'm in interaction with this person, um, but, you know, me standing still in that space will allow them to get what they need that they don't know how to ask for. Oh, man, that is, that's, that's powerful right there. That really is. I'd love to come back to that. Ms. Lisa, can you answer that same question? Can you repeat the question for me? Yes. How do you know... <clears throat> If you are, if you make a decision to move forward in a relationship that is unbalanced or, or at least is not uh, as fulfilling as you want it to be, what are some of the strategies that you use to help you remain in that relationship? Um, some of the strategies that I use, I start to, the first thing I do, if I decide to remain in that relationship, even though that relationship is unbalanced, I make a decision at that time that I am not waiting for a change in that person. I am not trying to promote a change in that person. I am accepting that person where they are in their walk. Um, And I adjust my emotions and my reactions accordingly. And I have had uh, a lot of practice with that lately. I make a decision what's going to keep me in my safe place, and that's how I am going to move forward. Because when it's off balance, I, I notice that I move myself out of a safe place, out of a safe environment, out of, you know, my shield, and I put myself in a place that's compromising because of that off-balance. So if I decide to remain in that relationship, I make a shift in that relationship um, that now protects the energy that I want to 
or and the reaction that I want to display um, because it's it to me it's all about your reaction and um, yeah so that's 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 how I have uh, and I have relationships like that where I have remained um, but I have pulled myself back or have made I've made a shift in that relationship that adds the balance, meaning it's I'm not offending that person, that person's not offending me, I'm not uh, looking for change in that person, I'm still believing and praying for that person, uh, or um, as we had, uh, uh, I think Ayana, your, your, your favorite person, um, had said one time before uh, to bless that person, uh, you know, uh, ask the Lord to bless that person because in blessing that person, the, the Lord is revealing what that person needs to know. But that doesn't put you in a compromising position or uh, in a position of offense. So, yeah, that's that's what I do. That's what I am actively doing now. There's people in my life that I did not want to totally disconnect, but I've made a shift. Mm. Wow, that's great. I, I, that's great. I, and you know what? This you are actively practicing the affirmation you shared with us at the table this morning. Because, as I said, the statement that really stuck out to me was saying yes to me. And all that you just said is about saying yes to yourself, because you are going to make the decision for you on how you will remain in your safe place. Um, That right there is is just, you know, that's like a light bulb moment for me, uh, paired with what Ms. Darlene said as well, too. And, Lisa, I'm just going to to come back and and ask you this, as I did with Ms. Darlene. And and in those strategies that you just shared with us, uh, what are some of the reasons why you would choose to remain in, in that relationship? Well, similar to what Ms. Darlene said, and I love how she said <laughs> that the Most High said, they do worse to me and I'm still in a relationship with them. <laughs> I love that. I love that because you, you're right. Jesus sat at the table with some of the worst people, always talking mm-hmm. about his vet, you know, mm-hmm. damn him, saying he ain't really the honey. You know, I, I can do the same thing. I walked on water. What's so special about him? <laughs> when you put it like that, you know, those petty little things that, that people do to us is nothing, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> they were petty, honey. They were petty. Uh, so I, <laughs> I love that Ms. Darlene has said that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to grab that. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and that's just it. Sometimes, sometimes you realize that you do serve a purpose in that person's life, and in exchange, now they may be, you know, on one of the, you know, Richter scale, just just off the chain. But then there's another, you know, where you say, you know what? But that person does add some value to my life. It may be half of a dollar, but it is something. <laughs> And um, so, you know, I have done that um, with blood and non-blood. But there's some people with blood that I have said, you know what, I am, you know, dusting my hands off. Uh, That person was a blessing. I feel like I was a blessing in their life. And 
And I feel like we, you know, it was a lesson also. Sometimes it's a blessing, sometimes it's a lesson, sometimes it's both. But I feel that I know when there needs to be a total disconnect. Yeah. I feel right. like if there's not going to be an exchange, and see, I, I don't want to put myself in a position where I say, well, you know what, you know, there is still 25 cents left to that dollar. Um <clears throat> You know, um, I'm not giving that person anything anymore, my time, this and that and that and this, but, you know, they do serve as a purpose. Then then I'm off balance and I'm, I'm using them. But if I feel like, you know what, I think this ship has sailed and it's not coming back to the dock, I have to be good with that. I have to be good with that. But to answer to your question, why would I remain in a relationship that is off balance? I feel like when I make that shift, if I make that shift, um, you know, I think I, you know, I feel like it can balance off because now I have put myself in a place in their life where I can still be a blessing and they can be a blessing as well. Mhm. Mhm. But I still oh, like the wow. moment how Jesus sat with them petty people and right, right, right. <laughs> and still was able to break bread, bread with them. That's right. And you know what? You know the thing that I I get from this, and as as I as I think about what you and Miss Darlene have shared, is at no time did either of you say this person needs to do this or that person needs to do this before I, you know, continue on with this relationship or um, before I interact with them in a certain way. Neither of you place any responsibility for that relationship onto that other person. And that is, that is that's like eye-opening for me. Um, and, and it is a key uh, component of, of relationships. It's a key component of when we're talking about 911 relationships because the overriding thing in all of this is that uh, or the overriding theme is the only person we can control is ourselves. And that is the message that I must be continually reminded of, especially in my blood relationships, because it's not about, Lisa, as you said, waiting for a person to change. It's not about you holding them hostage to this idea you have in your mind of how they should behave, it has nothing to do with them. It is all about how am I going to show up in this relationship? If I make that decision to show up in this relationship, well, guess what? There are certain things that I need. I, here, here is an example of where I is absolutely okay. I have to accept that person as they are. I'm going to make the decision to interact with them. I'm going to make the decision to continue to be a blessing in their life and to continue to pray for peace for them, to be, to, to be, you know, that they would be blessed in their life. I'm going to learn how to deal with them, even if there are difficult moments. It's about me and how I show up in that relationship that determines how that relationship will move forward. My sisters, you have just really, really, and, and, you know, again, as I have been saying, this is an issue that I definitely struggle with um, in my blood relationships. And, and you have given me so many tactics and have shared your wisdom to remind me once again, I have to move my ego out of the way and then focus on, you know, what 
do I do? How do I stand um, uh, without uh, uh, putting this person down or, or, or humiliate, humiliating them or, you know, trying to make them into something that they're not? Oh, wow, this is great. This is great. And so, ladies, you know, just, again, I want to toss it out to the table. You know, do you have, uh, and I'm thinking out loud and asking a question, in, uh, in, a, in an unbalanced relationship or in a relationship that is not fulfilling, does it make sense to have a conversation with this individual to say, you know, here is what I want from this relationship or, 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 you know, I want to talk about our relationship. I want to be in a relationship with you, but here's what I, what, I, what I need or what I want from you in order for this relationship to continue. So that is the question. Is that a conversation that you have with an individual? Ms. Lisa, I'm going to start backwards with you. I say yes. People are in mind readers, and I think that's what happens also in relationships. We say, well, you should have known what I want. Um, you know, I dropped every kind of hint. We've had this conversation back in 1979. Nothing has changed. Um, <laughs> um, so I do feel that. I feel that there is um, a, a, um, there is a moment when that should happen. It should never happen uh, in the heat of a moment. I feel that that is a very... Um, and that could be a very intense conversation. I feel like you do need to pull the Lord into it and ask for direction um, and, and, and to set the stage that you will be heard. The biggest thing about that is, you know, when people have a perception of how your relationship should be, they tend to put up the shield over their ears and only hear what they want to hear and then decide, how to interpret what they hear, and then tell you how you really feel. That has been my experience. People tell me how I feel. Uh, when I'm trying to tell them how, they, how I feel, they say, well, no, you, and they may not say those words, but their response is, no, that's not how you really feel. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not mm-hmm. how it really is. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I'm looking at this, you know, with your eyes wide shut. <laughs> um, and, and so... I believe that, yes. Now, for me, I'm being very strategic in that conversation when that shift happens. A lot of times that conversation is happening during the emotions of that relationship, and it's never heard. But what God is showing me is when to make that step. Um, And... Uh, a lot like the affirmation said, fulfilling the vision and the purpose for my life, the, the most how has for my life, every step is ordered by the Lord, and I shall take the purpose for my life one step at a time. And that is how I believe a relationship that you want to maintain mm-hmm. at whatever mm-hmm. level, uh, it should be one step at a time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Dean? Do you have a yes. conversation with that person? Well, what I have found out, it depends on what type of uh, relationship it is. If it's work, I approach it 
a different way than than if it's personal, I approach it a different way. Like for work, sometimes I can say something to that person in an indirect way, and they get it. Sometimes I have to show them that I am not pleased with their behavior, and it might be total total silence in dealing with this person when they come around. I'm just silent. Um, Sometimes um, I might have to, if, if, if that work relationship is, kind of on a personal note, and you know you can speak directly to them, I'll come straight one-on-one. But others I had learned, it's like I buy my time. And I really pray for pray for that. I said, well, you change them. You, you change me so I'll know how to deal with them where they are, like we have been saying. So with that, he'll open up the door and an opportunity will come for me to speak. And and if even if it has to be a one-on-one, he'll give me that opportunity to speak. And so with me praying for him to intercede, it cuts down the, the tension because he, he's the blocker. Now, for family, what I have found, like, in, in relationships, sometimes relationships with family is so deep, we don't even realize it. I, I noticed this past uh, month, my family and I went on a vacation together. And I noticed that most of the times when family gathers, you're always talking about old times and what you did when you was a child and you did this as a young adult. And sometimes it's not positive. And, and what I have found is you might be one way at one point, and you hear that story or those things about you, you don't think nothing about it. Then all of a sudden you hear those stories again about what you did, and you dislike it. And I find that sometimes people hold on to that, and they won't say nothing. And it'll be years on down the line where you go like, why aren't we talking? Because you keep bringing up da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And you'd be like, that's been two or three years ago. Why did you say something? They don't know how. And, and I find with family relationships, that's how things sever. Families sever over the most idiotic thing. You, mm-hmm. Sometimes you ain't got nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. You wasn't even born. But it's that deep. So what I, what all I'm trying to say is like uh, we, we must as seasoned people right now, we know the glue that holds everything together and that's God. So we have to constantly ask God to change us, change us as individuals to deal with family and their relationships 
and their thoughts and their and, and their journey and 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 things uh, that have been in their past and now they're not like that no more. Just knowing how to deal to still show the love in spite of how they may feel, and I and I and and that is my strategy on dealing with both. Mm. Woo, I tell you what. First off, Miss Darlene, uh, I think Lisa would agree. We're uh, uh, the whole family reunion. That's a that's a platform all by itself. That's a full series, okay? Because you are so right. People, you know, you you go to those things whenever family is together. You talk about old times, and you're right. You find that there's some stuff that bubbles up to the surface. And you're like, oh, my gosh, I didn't know all of that was going on. So, uh, yes, ladies, that is a future platform for us, okay? Family reunions. <laughs> yeah, that would be a good one. <laughs> but what I heard and what um, uh, you ladies have shared in your wisdom is it's, it's like Lisa said. You have to be strategic in that conversation. You have mm-hmm. to be strategic. First and foremost, you have to... You have to get with your creator. You have to get with the Lord, and you have to be silent, and you have to wait because then he will tell you how to have that conversation, when to have that conversation, what to say in that conversation. Uh-huh. And, and definitely as a first step, there have got to be some ground rules. And the ground rules aren't for the person that you need to have the conversation with. It's for yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to set your, some ground rules for yourself because you are the only person that you can control. And you mm-hmm. definitely have to be prepared, right. just as you ladies are saying, for some defensive behavior because there will be pushback, there will be denial, deflection, avoidance, there will be some twisting of your words, there will be some twisting of your feelings, all of that. So uh, this is definitely, you know, you cannot step into this lightly. You have to be prepared. You have to be strategic. Oh, my goodness, ladies, you have blessed me this morning with your wisdom, and I just want to thank you for your table talk this morning. Um, And so I'm going to kind of throw something out here. It's not necessarily an accountability task, but, yes, it is an accountability task. And, 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 again, this is, this is a working session for me, and so here's the accountability task. Prepare a conversation starter for your relationship emergency, clearly stating your expectations and asking for what you want. Can you repeat that? Yes, I can. Prepare a conversation starter for your relationship emergency clearly stating your expectations and asking for what you want from this relationship. And with that, ladies, I'm going to go ahead and close us out with this line, with this blessing. And it simply is a one-liner which says this, if you cannot find peace within yourself, you will never find it anywhere else. Amen. Amen. And with that, ladies, thank you so much for joining us uh, with Table Talk with the Women of Power 5. Uh, and everyone have a good day. Bye. Bye-bye.
Thank you for listening to Table Talk with the Women of Power 5. We are so glad you joined us at the table and hope you are able to take away some nuggets that will help you navigate through the challenges of your everyday life. Be sure to share and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform, and you can follow us on Instagram at TableTalkP5Women to continue the conversation and to share your comments and feedback. We look forward to having you at our table again.